0: Oh, long for oh, oh, i I worship and adore And the words please be true
1: First
2: take featuring Rick Metz. Hi, everybody.
1: Who
0: wants to be famous? Who wants to die for art?
3: Torino, the biggest little city in the world, the American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak!
0: What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can?
3: contaminate
4: our society. Now
1: being renovated. Mr. Ramirez. Ramirez, Podcasting live from the recent past in the Dogwater Studios, high above UNR in the biggest little city in the world. It's the Worst Little Podcast, and I'm your host, Mr. Nick Ramirez. What's up? I got Dogwater Dick. Woo! I got nobody else here hosting <laughs> with me. It's just me, Dogwater Dick, first take featuring Rick Metz the sax man yeah baby
3: on the worst little podcast we're talking out of our ass. oh yeah see
4: that's all you need here we go oh we're going to be just fine we're going to be just fine
1: yeah this is going to this is a real treat man oh wow
4: you guys this is like the 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 intense smooth jazziest no 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 let me ever. let me
2: stop you right okay. there this is nothing at all like smooth jazz oh i'm This is classic swing. This is great American songbook vocal jazz. It's nothing at all like smooth jazz. I'm so sorry, because I love old jazz, but then somewhere around
4: the 50s and 60s, it became meandering dreck that I can't stand. So you guys are the classic stuff that I love. Exactly. That I great was thinking song, of you yeah. as
2: smooth compared to like the punk rock bands it's, it, we have. It's a smoother <laughs> approach than the you know than rock and roll bands, but smooth jazz is a whole other animal, which I prefer not to try and tame. Amen. Ten
5: four. Got it. But the meandering Drex, that would be a good name for a band, wouldn't yeah, it? I like that. <laughs> Put it on the fridge. Put it on You're the You're welcome fridge. to it. <laughs> the meandering Drex.
2: <laughs> oh. We're well, so that, happy to be here, you guys! Thanks yeah. for having us. This still, rules. And let, let's
4: have our so Rick. We've already talked about Rick Metz. Your name is on the band, and you're playing sax. Yes. And then who
2: else do we have? Well, let me introduce the band to you. He came all the way down from Truckee, California, for your entertainment pleasure, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen. On the drums, the one, the only, Mister Bill Heisey. Bill. Bill. Yes. Bill. And ladies and gentlemen, my right hand man on the left hand bass keyboards and the vocals yeah, if you've been around town a little while you remember him as the backbone of the tommy bell show for so many years he's truly a local legend that's jimmy vermilion jimmy i love working with these guys <laughs> jimmy what's your voice sound like <laughs> what <laughs> he was napping what'd she say what did he say
1: <laughs> well welcome to the show you guys thanks for having us this is really awesome and uh we're very honored to have you. And
2: we're honored to have to be here and that you guys uh you know wanted us to be here to be able to present this side of the music spectrum of the Reno scene. Damn, this yeah, is the best. Thank you.
4: anybody who's ever set up at my house know though knows that this is really important music for me.
2: Oh, oh yeah big
4: time. This is Rick's favorite.
2: And no this no. this is favorite my genres. this is one of my favorites too, and it's always an honor to be able to get to play jazz live you know cuz I, I cut my teeth in rock and roll top 40 you know doing a little bit of everything and just to be able to get to play jazz with these fabulous musicians it's so freaking cool yeah. <laughs> i bet I,
4: I have a i have so many requests i want to make but i but i'm sure you guys have a set list in mind right well
2: in, in fact actually that request you made earlier i'm sorry the saxophone doesn't fit
4: Damn! I'd be happy just hearing Jimmy do it by himself.
2: (laughs) And and in regard to that other other request that you were talking about, yeah, yeah, we do actually have to continue playing.
4: Oh, sorry. (laughs) Hey, showbiz! Do you guys do? Do do you guys do "Ain't Misbehaving"? Of course we do. I love that song.
2: That's a great tune too. We do. You know, in fact, I got to tell you, people request so many tunes all the time, and I always tell everybody we know every jazz song ever written except for three. Which, <laughs> which three? Oh, they change every night. Don't ask. <laughs>
1: uh, nice. <laughs> Way to dodge a bullet. Of course.
2: You know it's like when somebody makes a request. You guys know this one? Uh, n- no, we don't do that one. That's one of the. Tonight. That's one of the three. <laughs> the next night. Well, who knows what those three are going to be? <laughs> <laughs> that's what's cool about seeing you. It the show will be different every night. Exactly. Oh, oh no. Do you
4: know what? I've requested three now, and you're not doing any of them. And so the next one I ask for, you have to do.
2: Um, no. They just (laughs) avoid you after that. (laughs) You're in the other room. We can ignore you. (laughs) Well, right on, Rick. Rick, how was your weekend? What'd you Uh, do? We were busy. We had some great gigs going on. We did a private party uh, up in Arrow Creek on Friday night for a Mardi Gras-style party. This band here? This band here. Plus, we added a dear friend of ours in, a great guitar player, vocalist named Gary Douglas. And Gary worked with us. And it was really kind of cool because we got to play, uh, you know, a little bit of every different style of jazz. We did a little bit of old school, big band, Dixieland uh, numbers, of course, doing it in a small combo uh, setup, which makes it completely different. And then uh, we got into some dance music later. And that's why I added Gary in because he's got a lot of the contemporary stuff. And between the four of us, we covered that gig beautifully. It was great. We got paid well. We got to drink. We got to eat. And we got tipped well at the end of the night. And then on a uh, Saturday, we did a great uh, trio gig with the band out at Soul Cannabis Dispensary, and uh, we played there every year since they nice. opened. Since they started doing music after did they, they give opened you free weed, I was going to say uh, you you
4: a pothead,
0: Rick? Yeah, well, uh, Jimmy. Jimmy, do you call you a it Dean?
3: Jimmy,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, when I work with Rick, I don't get to talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he wanted to know if you were a pothead too. What, what is that? Uh, he refuses to answer the question on the grounds that it might incriminate him. I, I still remember the old days. You don't say it. You just right. Don't, you just don't say it. You right. just don't
1: bring it
4: up. I had to stop smoking it when it was still illegal, so it's just all weird for me. Yeah. I ah, yeah. Believe.
2: It's all
0: it, legal now, so I'm
2: good.
1: Yeah, yeah right. I'm out in the open, too. No
0: no fun anymore, right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, they don't
1: look at me like a criminal anymore, and I'm just all... Man, Weed was better when you can go to prison for it, right? No. No, it wasn't. No, no. That's, that's Of awful. course,
2: I do enjoy now being out of the stash box. I came out of the stash box a couple of years ago when things got legal. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't the closet. It was the stash box. Yeah, <laughs> I come out of the stash box. I, I came
1: out of the film camp. Is it safe? Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> In fact,
1: the weed that you can buy there, you can buy the super powerful stuff. Yeah. Or you can- Hold it back. Exactly. Not like your dealer where you're like, what you got? I got this stuff or this stuff. <laughs>
2: Is it good?
5: <laughs> yeah. Right? The film canister. Do people still know about that? Uh, I still Remember? do. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: yeah, right? Because who uses film? Right, exactly. I still have a couple of old film canisters stashed, stashed around. Me too. Yeah. But
1: see now, if you carry that around, of course, they're going to be all... Uh, do you have a camera
2: because right. <laughs> that's cool if you do, do
1: people old even know? Photography, but... do
4: people even know what that little canister was for I mean no. a young kid wouldn't even know that's like looking at a at a at those little things that you put in the middle of a 45 record right nobody exactly. knows what the hell
2: that is I still <laughs> I
4: still have mine. Help, me too. I still have my turntable. <laughs>
2: me too. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, we played out at Soul Cannabis uh, late Saturday afternoon. And it was a great gig. It wasn't, uh, you know, uh, a huge amount of people, but it was a great crowd. And they tipped us well as well. And uh, then I went down and uh, hung out with the guys that were subbing for Jimmy and I. We usually do a duo gig down in South Reno at Noble Pie Parlor in the Summit Mall Ooh, nice. every oh, wow. Saturday night. And so I went and jammed with them. And then on Sunday – Jimmy and I do a duo up at the lake, uh, Tahoe Vista, at a private resort up there, in the afternoon, on the beach. Tough office to deal with. So that worked out really well. And then Monday, you co- you come in here. Come in here, and then Man. Jimmy and I are playing tomorrow night down at the Fat Cat. We
5: got a weekly gig <laughs> at the God. Fat Cat every Tuesday Jimmy,
1: night. Jimmy, you must be so sick of Rick.
2: Who?
5: <laughs> i need to get a job with you guys
2: yeah i know i mean i wish you I wish you'd get trio money on all this stuff man you know it's kind of a drag to have to you know not being able to bring bill along on, on all these gigs because a lot of these smaller places that are you know paying money for music either don't have enough room for a three-piece or they don't have enough money for a three-piece right bill you got to get some bongos well i've you got know? bongos okay yeah, but they're still not paying enough. Oh, right, you know, to right. get Bill down from Truckee. I mean, these guys are high priced. I'm telling you. Yeah, these these are no cheap sluts, man. These guys these guys charge. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> they're,
1: they're um, top shelf. I top mean, shelf. Jimmy's doing everything. <laughs> oh yeah, that
4: that left hand bass, and then the piano on top, and the on oh, the
1: vocals. Damn. Yeah, Jimmy, how many hours of training do you think you have?
0: Uh, I don't know if I train. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it's. It started uh, a few years ago, like uh, when I was about four or five, you know?
1: Right. No wonder you're so good.
0: When I was about 11, which wasn't that long ago, I I started playing for a little bit of money, you know, when I was 11. Wow. And so uh, then I've got a couple of gray hairs.
1: Oh, yeah. Just a couple. So now, you know... Just a little while later, here you are on the Worst of the Podcast, uh, treating us to um, probably, I'd say, thousands and thousands of hours of of playing uh, for this show. We've all all
2: put our time in. We have all put our time in. And that's the best thing about playing with guys like this is that we can uh, literally almost read each other's minds. And a little light reading never
5: hurt anybody. Right, I, I keep
0: every time I try to read this mind, I keep drawing a blank.
5: <laughs> the obligatory ten thousand hours or whatever that is. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
2: But it works out really good. We have this really cool simpatico going on where, when we're playing, we kind of know what we're going to do because we've been playing together a little while now. What's it been about twelve, fifteen years? We've been playing together. Well, it's been years. Yeah, and hey, it's uh, been a while. You know, we have a good time playing together, and we just really read off of each other. And that's what jazz is all about—is having that live. Happening right now, as I said again, it's first take. There is no second take in jazz. You do it right there. It's improvisational. It's on the spot. It's comp- it, it's never the same way twice. How many songs would you say is in your repertoire? Thousands.
1: Yeah, nice. Liter- so you could literally just, you can do a different show every night. Every
2: night, and yeah. we and we like to do that. We play so much that. I try, you know, and call so many different tunes all the time. And then once in a while, I'll, I'll draw a blank because I've called so many tunes in such a short time. And it'll be like, Jimmy, let's play a song. And he'll just go, okay, this one's in G, let's go. And it'll be like, we never played that one before. We do now. Yeah, <laughs> nice.
1: Nice. Very nice. It's great. It's great. So man. did you all have like to um, start very young? Yeah. You, yeah. You'd all started young.
5: Bill, how old were you when you started? Hmm. See, I think I really gained an interest when I was like eight or ten years old. Well, I was okay. ten years old when I really started playing, so I was probably interested before that. And Jimmy, you said you started when you were like four.
0: Well, four or I, five. Just picking out at home. Right. I, I, I played. Actually, got paid when I was eleven.
2: There you go. I turned
1: professional at eleven.
2: I started playing music. Uh, my parents put me on an instrument, not the saxophone, when I was five years old. Picked up sax when I was seven, and I was on stage playing professionally before my 13th birthday in the clubs. Damn.
0: Yeah. That is and, awesome. And uh, you
2: don't want to know how old we are. So if you want your kids to, to stay, not get into a band, don't start training them young. Right. <laughs> right. Keep them away from whatever instrument you have in the house. If you've got a piano in the house, lock it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, right you, on. Are you guys all from around here? Um, Jimmy lives in Dayton. Bill lives up in Truckee. I live up in Sparks. But
5: did you all start here? Or no. Are you from far away? Yes. Far away. I was born in Southern California, but basically grew up in the Truckee I was born area. in
0: Oklahoma. I'm a
2: two-footed Okie. Man, and you wound up here. And I'm from New York City here. Oh, I was born, oh, born nice. in Brooklyn, uh, spent time out on the island. Trained, trained in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You Lived up even, in Seattle. Did you used to talk funny and now you talk normal? Well, see, when you're in the you entertainment- call that normal? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're in the entertainment business like me and you work in radio like me, too, which I've been doing as long as I've been playing professionally, you learn how to neutralize whatever accent you have. Right. And then once in a while, you can tone it on, you can tone it off. Hey, it's just the way it freaking goes. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. My,
1: um, my mother-in-law is from Jersey. She totally talks like that. Jersey, what exit? Oh, I don't know which exit. <laughs> He's never been to her it? house. No, I went to then where, well, actually, no, I haven't been to her house. She moved to Reno a long, long time ago. That's Mikey's mom. Anyway, you guys, um,
2: what do you say we have another song and Ooh, we'll reset that. and yes. uh, talk some more? Well, that sounds good. Let me do a little, let me, let me tell you guys about this song, though. This is a great song that was recorded by the legendary Nat King Cole. And Nat King Cole is one of my favorite vocalists in the jazz age. And back in 2016 and 2017, there was an event that was going on here in town called the Forte Awards. Besides uh, it it being a musical term, Forte was also an acronym for fans of Reno Tahoe Entertainers. Oh, nice. It it honored the arts in every different uh, variation from theater to dance to comedy to magic and music of every different sort. We were honored in the two years that the Forte Awards were around to be voted best jazz group in the area.
1: Awesome. Damn. And this
2: is the song that we submitted for our first Forte Award. Jimmy, give these folks some L-O-V-E.
0: L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. He is very, very extraordinary He is even more than and I want you to not Love is all that I can give to you Love is more than just a game for two Two and love can make it Take my heart and please don't break it Love was made for me and you
4: that better than uh, Nat King Cole's version. Thank you. You yeah, Of course well, Jimmy sings
2: it great, doesn't he? It's yeah.
4: amazing and uh, Nat King Cole was never on our show, so.
2: Yeah, exactly. Screw him. He missed out. Oh,
3: Nat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Rick, uh you you're uh, also a radio star around here? Uh
2: let's that. not go as far as saying star. I am a radio personality.
1: Yeah. I bet you've been around so long that everybody knows Sax. Everybody
2: man. knows the Sax man,
1: yeah. That's right. I've
2: been in this town 30 years now and I started playing here 36 years ago. In 1985, I played Del Mart Station the first time I came to town.
1: What, what what
2: what uh band was it jazz? No, it was okay, top, I was going to no, say that. Top 40 rock and roll station uh, rock and roll band. It was a lot of fun though. That was a great band out of uh, Washington state up by in the Seattle area. And the chick singer sounded a lot like uh, Janis Joplin, Bonnie Raitt kind of a girl. Nice. nice. <laughs> and um, we had two horn players in the band, so we were doing you know a lot of that horn influence stuff. We were definitely changing pace for Delmar because they were used to getting the 80s hair bands. Right. You know, but we, came we call it butt rock. Yeah, exactly. We came in doing the uh, kind of uh, cool blues influenced kind of stuff. <coughs> nice. Yeah, classy, man. And
1: professional.
2: It was a lot of fun, yeah, but... Uh, You know, I uh, I dropped into radio just over 10 years ago, again, after being out of the radio business for about 15 years while I was out on the road with different bands. And it was a great day gig, and I'm still doing it, and I still love it. And uh, I'm on KOZZ, 105.7 KOZZ, Reno's classic rock.
1: This is the sax man. <laughs> That's the sax That's man, right. baby. Do you remember when I used to work there? Yeah.
2: Okay, cool. I remember back in the day, baby. You Right see. on, right on.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you
1: probably see a lot of turnover
2: there, like, everybody's right there. (laughs) Well, you still got the basic crew there. Max Volume's still there, of course. Oh, yeah, we love Max. Uh, Max Max. is a legend, yeah. Max is truly a local. He should be in the Radio Hall of Fame. Amen. Definitely so. And, uh, you know, I have a great time working there besides, of course, doing my radio shows on KOZZ on the weekends. I'm also the afternoon traffic and weather reporter on six of our seven stations. Now, how do you go gig every day and do that? Um, I work doubles. Oh, you don't like pre-record, or uh, on the weekends on Saturday Just and weather, Sunday, right? I I do. Uh, <laughs> I, on the weekends, um, you know, I do record my shows for the weekend. But the biggest compliment is when people come up to me and say, "Hey, I listened to your show on Saturday, and I tried calling in to talk to you, mm-hmm. and the guy that picked up the phone said you were busy and couldn't pick up the phone. They thought I was live, and mm-hmm. that's the best mm-hmm. compliment right there. If they think you're live and you're doing a pre-recorded show, mm-hmm. you've done your job." Nice. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm doing the traffic and weather in the afternoons, and I'm also the production director over there now. I picked that gig up about oh. four or five years ago. Yeah. Good job. So, yeah. Yeah. Full time, full benefits. I love it, man. It's it's radio, and it's fun. We'll say hello to uh, former intern Jamie for us.
1: We oh, love her so we love much. Jamie. We love Jamie. Yeah, she's our great, greatest uh,
2: ex-host. Um, the voice of the ex, I'm telling you. Yeah, She's the only one left of the old crew. Oh, no. Uh, everybody else has moved along. Dead Air Dave, no, there? Dead Air Dave is gone. Ian is gone as well. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ian I remember when Ian left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Jamie is doing great. She is that voice. She is so much fun to work with. Such a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And it's always, I mean, her voice is just impeccable. Yeah. Impeccable. Well,
1: and her personality. She's just awesome to be around. Oh, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And when she does something that she loves to do,
2: exactly. She's
1: pretty much. But I told I, I, does, I told I told to everybody do. I was coming <laughs> over
2: here tonight and everybody said to say hi. Oh we love you. Love you.
1: <sighs> right on. Big
2: love. Yeah. Um I don't know. I balance out, you know, my day gig and radio and my night gigs with music. And uh, I can't complain when I do a double because I'm having fun. I get to be creative twenty four seven. That's that's so cool. You got a cool, nice life. It works right? for me. It works for me. And they pay me. That's the best part about it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. You got the cash. That's I right. I get paid, baby. Jimmy, what do you do? Uh, any day gigs or is it oh, just music? No.
0: Just music. Nice. It's, that's my life.
5: Bill? At the moment, just music. I've been in and out of a lot of other stuff, but very cool. on the music for now. <laughs> other stuff? <laughs> wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> nod, nod, wink, wink. Sexually. <laughs> Oh, say no more.
1: <laughs> Not as good I could as get you some work after Use the show. Use your imagination.
2: <laughs> Not as good as a wink to a blind bat, eh?
1: <laughs> exactly. You understand. <laughs> right on. Um, do we want to do another show, uh, song rather, and then get into the quiz?
2: Sure. So we are. Well, as I said, uh, we yeah. won uh, the Forte Award two years running for uh, Best Jazz Group. And, and the second year of um, we also I also got the honor of being named best jazz instrumentalist. Ooh, sweet! I don't know how that happened. I think all the checks cleared that year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But this is the song that we submitted uh, for our second Forte Award and for my uh, solo award. And uh, this song's most usually associated with the great Sammy Davis Jr., but he does it more like a samba. So we wanted to swing this song. So we're going to give you the Rosemary Clooney version. Oh, I love her. Oh, big fan of Rose. Uh, oh, Rosie was the best, man. Cuz it's true on a clear day, you can see forever. <sighs>
0: can hear from far and near Sounds you've never
4: You guys are machines ah <laughs>
2: that's awesome thank you
5: those eights kind of snuck up on me there
2: <laughs> well you know i figured since we did it that way the other day that uh you'd kind of grok onto that
5: that's one of those things we look at each other for <laughs> yeah exactly that's
2: that's what i was saying before it's kind of it's kind of weird not to be able to see bill because he's in another room and i'm, I'm signaling to jimmy i'm telling t- we're gonna do eights now and bill's Gonna pick up on it, man. <laughs>
5: <laughs> We're gonna do Ace now. This is gonna be great. Watch him fail. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bill never
2: fails, Bubba. <laughs> uh,
1: the let's do half now, now and yeah. half after the show. <laughs> uh, oh, too funny, man. <laughs> um, all right, Rick, you uh, want it? Rick, uh, Dogwater Dick, you wanna hit me with the music?
4: As you wish, Uncle Nick.
1: Thank you, Aria. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the worst little quiz, and um, it's really more of a questionnaire just to get to know ya, uh, get a little deeper with ya, so everybody in town can know what you're all about. Cool. But remember, Uh, you're in competition with each other, and whoever wins, We will be scoring you for uh, fabulous prizes like stickers. Right, no, 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 but
4: it is the Bravo Motherfucker sticker.
1: Ooh, Yes.
4: I already got a cool sticker from uh, Dogwater Dead. I'm bringing, I'm bringing one in there for Nick to
1: give this to is, you, this so this you is can a see special, what it looks like. Worst little quiz sticker that you win if you win the quiz.
2: So we got. Oh, that's fancy, dude! Wow. I'm repressed, suppressed, depressed, oppressed, oh, impressed, <laughs> impressed. That's Bravo, Only Bravo. one
4: of you. Only one of you can leave the house with the Bravo motherfucker sticker. Okay.
1: All right. Let's start with Bill downstairs. I'm going to ask you a question, and the question will be for all of you. Um, I'll start with Bill. Um, what was the first album you bought with your own money? Ooh,
5: good one. First album I bought with my own money? Uh, pretty sure it was Creedence Clearwater. Nice. Cosmos Factory. Okay. Nice.
1: Very good. I mean,
5: all right. I don't know. I don't know if that was my own money. That was a long time. It was probably actually uh, "Farewell to Kings" by Rush. To be more honest. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. sorry. We have to take points away. I hate Rush. <laughs> uh, okay. right. How dare you listen to
4: those
1: Canadians? Oh, Rick, I'm going to give <laughs> him points. Oh, Nick, scoring—you're so lucky. I like lucky. Rush. Uh, yeah. You're Rick, lucky. Mets, uh, yeah. you're next. Um, first record you bought with
2: your own "Dark Side of the Moon." Nah. Uh, Floor, wait, we had that last week, didn't we? I think we did. We had yes. We did have that. Last who week. didn't buy that? On Monday. But you wow. know what's even more telling? The second album I bought with my own money was Freehand from Gentle Giant. Oh.
1: That's a deep cut. I don't know who oh my Gentle goodness. Giant is. Oh,
2: my goodness. The hell is wrong with you? Wait, but, I'm, wait, I, does he, does not he, as cool does as he I lose look. points, <laughs> does he lose points
4: trying to, to impress us with the, the song, that, the with album the that isn't off the album? question?
2: Right.
1: Uh, Let's I move I think on. you were doing better before. <laughs> All right. Jimmy, what was the first album you bought with your own money?
0: It was probably Oscar Peterson, a pianist that played uh, Battle Hymn of the Republic. I don't remember the, 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 the song, I don't remember the album, the name of it. But if I'd had money earlier, I'd have probably been buying Bob Wills music because that's what I grew up on. And I don't want to—I don't want
4: to get too personal, but what approximate year was that purchase? Ugh. And what kind of record was this? Was this like <laughs> it was jazz? But no, was it a stereo
0: long play record?
5: Uh, a clay it, cylinder, or was it a? Monopod? Well, yeah,
0: was it a clay cylinder? <laughs> it's, it's one of those you wind up, you know. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, a gramophone.
1: <laughs> Damn, that's cold, Rick.
0: <laughs> well, no, seventy eights were popular for a long time.
4: Yeah, I, I have a huge collection of seventy eights, and I'm but I'm pretty old too.
0: Oh, well, my dad had tons of seventy eights, and that's what I sort of grew up on. God, that's so and awesome. that's what I. That's why I mentioned Bob Wills ah. and the Texas Playboys. Because mm-hmm. being an Okie like I am was still, I guess they're still. Uh, they say they're still trying to teach me English. I'm not.
1: Dog owner Dick, do you have a question?
4: Next question. Yeah. I would like to know what is the dumbest thing you ever shoplifted. Let's mm-hmm. start with Jimmy.
0: <sighs> Probably a penny candy.
4: Hmm. Are we root beer, <laughs> root beer barrel, root beer barrel, <laughs> no, peppermint. Uh, they,
0: they had well, I don't know if you guys remember. this. They had stuff called chum gum, and and it was a little. You got like four sticks for a penny, and a little. Uh, we used to go to the little station that had all the kids from the school would go there on uh, lunch hour and stuff and pick up stuff. You know, nice,
1: wow, that's and you awesome. Would you did that when you were little? You still,
0: yeah, yeah, I still candy. do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right it's on. hard to find chum gum, though
2: <laughs> Alright, Rick Metz <sighs> Comic books mm. oh. I'm a comic book freak I'm just a freak, but I'm a comic book freak Now,
1: when you stole them, did you just steal what you could get your hands on? Or did you have, like, oh, I gotta get Spider-Man number one? Or
2: um, No, it was whatever Well, yeah, there were specifics that I wanted more than others You know, I was kind of particular in my shoplifting skills so what would you say was
1: the stupidest title that you stole?
2: Tarzan. Oh, wow, that's
1: sad. Tarzan
2: that's... the Ape Man in the, uh, in, the, in the comic books, the Gold Key Collector's Comic Book Edition of Tarzan the Ape Man, and I still have all those comics. God. That's was my next question. Yes, I uh, still have my comic book collection. Well, I, am a
1: I would say it was probably worth it. That Tarzan's probably worth quite a bit. Yeah. It has great abs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Bill. Hmm.
5: Probably a toy rubber snake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I revealing. Don't ask
5: yeah. me for all the details.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think Bill wins that round.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll agree with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. I'm going to do, you want to do a couple more big questions? Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. There's only two of us. Right. Um, I'll ask you the Cadillac Kim question. Okay. Uh, if you could be, or you, okay, you have to, you, <laughs> which two animals would you be? And if, if they were combined and when they were combined, what would be the front and what would be the back?
2: Oh, I hate these questions. No, I hate those, co- that specific type of question. Cause you know, I, I've never actually thought about it in any way, shape or form as to what animals I'd like to be. And which ones I would combine. (laughs) I literally have never thought about that in my lifetime. And anybody, anytime anybody's asked me about that, I will usually dismiss it as I am dismissing it now.
1: Okay. Okay. So, no points for you.
0: I don't want any
2: points on that. (laughs) Okay.
0: I don't need any either. But uh, let's see, what what could it be? A front and a back, huh? Yeah. Oh, I was going to mm-hmm. say a monkey with wings or something. Yeah. But
4: oh. So now do you want a monkey with bat wings or a monkey with eagle wings or uh, a monkey with fly wings?
0: i uh, Might have to be eagles, of course. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. he, he's
2: now strayed from the Wizard of Oz flying monkeys and added eagle wings. Nice. <laughs> right on, Bill.
5: This is a psychologically probing question, isn't it? It's
2: like, yes, it's people want to know.
1: When was the last, <laughs> time, was <laughs> the last the time you were psychologically <laughs> probed? <laughs>
5: Sexually. Well, it goes back to that rubber snake. <laughs> I, don't <like> that. <laughs> I don't like that probe sound. Neither do I. Uh, not since the
2: aliens showed up last time.
5: Uh, I don't have a clue about this. I'd have to just make something up. Um,
1: That's the fun part. The fun part <laughs> of the show. <laughs>
5: Okay. Uh, how about a bear front and a uh, zebra back? <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> the zebra. Do I bear. get Do I get any uh, points for that? My my roommate. Oh yes,
2: my roommate's a bow hunter. Can we meet up later?
4: <laughs> that would look great mounted. No, that's terrible. You shouldn't kill animals. By whom? <laughs>
2: mounted by whom? Mounted by whom?
4: Goodness. Another big one, Rick? Yes. My next question is, what is the first concert you ever attended? And let's start with
5: Bill. First concert, let's see. I think that was the Grassroots Ooh. down in Sacramento at the... at uh, what What year? It, what year? That would have been... I think I was probably like 74 or something like that. I can't damn. even remember. I do, I do know it was the grassroots were there, and I can't even remember who all the other people were. But it was at Cal Expo in Sacramento.
4: My first show was also in Sacramento, but it was The Cure. Many la- years later. Oh, you're a baby. Yes, damn, a chi- I'm damn. a child of no mere, points for you, dog 15. water Day.: <laughs> I get nothing, <laughs> and you'll like it. <clears throat> okay, and Jimmy,
0: what was your first concert? Emerson, Lake and Palmer.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Ooh, wow. Prague. That was in Memphis, Tennessee, and sometime in the 70s. I don't remember the year. Was Damn. it Was it in Quadrophonic on the Brain Salad Surgery Tour? I don't know that. I saw that tour,
2: but that was not my first concert. But I loved ELP in concert. They were amazing. What was your first concert? 1972, November of 1972. It was my bar mitzvah present. Wow! And I went to see Elton John at the Pit in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh man, Elton John in 1972—that he, he was badass. He was badass. Jeez. I mean, oh, that band was smoking Wait, hot. Wait, what album was he touring on? He was, touring on? he was touring on the Brown Dirt Cowboy album.
4: Oh wow! Yep. Oh,
2: My shit. folks had that.
4: Wow, that's amazing. Okay.
2: Yep. Or was it Madman Across the Water? Oh. Hmm. Ah. Trying to remember which one it was. Seventy-two, you say? Yeah, mm. late seventy-two. Well, Ricky,
1: look it look it up, and I'll, I'll ask another question.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, we'll
1: start with Bill downstairs, and we'll go. Um, Bill, what happens to us after we
0: die? It gets very dark. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, Jimmy. I hope I'm uh, looking down at all you guys. Nice, beautiful. I'm going to come
2: back and annoy the hell out of everybody as whatever I feel like coming back as. Nice.
1: If if okay. Let's just do you want to stay with the death dogwater dick? Yes. Okay. Um, well then, um, let's say uh, Royce got two questions. I'll do the clown one. Um so you're you're on death row. You're walking you know, to go get the electric chair. Right. And a clown escorts you to the electric chair. Okay. Who is that clown?
2: Oh, Puddles. Puddles Pity Party. Oh, oh nice. You know Puddles? Oh, oh yeah. I've seen
1: Puddles last Oh, Puddles
2: too. We've never had somebody pick an actual clown. Puddles is going to sing to me as I head down that walk. Oh, that is nice. sweet. And I love Puddles' voice. And,
1: and when I meant clown, I mean, you can pick a comedian. That's. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's no, normally a comedian, stu- but you still going to go with Puddles.
2: It. You said clown. I'm sticking with Puddles. You're extra points I mean, for that. I'm Nick phrased
4: it wrong, but I love the answer.
2: I, I would oh, pick and- <laughs> another comedian. I mean, I know I'm a big fan of comedy, but let's just stick with Puddles. And just
4: so we know from the previous question Tumbleweed Connection, Elton John 1970, Madman Man Across, Mad, Mad Across the Water 1971, Honky Chateau 1972.
2: Uh, he was touring then on Honky Chateau because no, he released that in '72. He was stu- still touring on That Man, Man Across the Water, and he played a whole bunch of Honky Chateau. Awesome, Honky Cat. Before it was released, on that. yeah, Honky uh, Cat. Honky Cat loved the horns
1: on that tune. Hell yeah! Oh well, yeah, that's a great song. All right, um,
2: did everybody answer that?
0: No, no,
2: I was the only one. Right?
0: What, what clown, Jimmy? Yeah. Oh, clown or, or comedian? comedian? Oh well, I would need a. If I was going there, I would need a lot to make me laugh. So uh, maybe Mel Brooks. Yeah. Ooh, nice.
2: Ooh. Boy, my Uncle Mel.
5: Two points for that,
1: too. Oh, no, really, really?
5: Really, my Uncle Mel. Does it have to be a living person?
2: Nope. <laughs> oh. He's your uncle? Yeah. Mel well, Brooks. I should say we called him Uncle Mel. Cousin. His first wife was my cousin Florence before he divorced her and married Ann Bancroft.
5: Ooh. Far out. Wow. That's, I'd probably say Robin Williams. Oh, nice. sweet. Bill, Good answers
2: all the yeah, way around, baby. dude. There you go,
1: Bill. Good ones all the way around. Dang, it's a tight race right now. Um, Rick. Should we ask something edgy or should we stay safe? Oh, no. Go edgy. Go
4: edgy. Okay. Rick, what is the nature and circumstance of the loss of your virginity?
2: I was... Uh, Age and circumstance. I'm sorry. 13 years old, backseat of my car. Nice. Wow
4: 13 that's awfully young
2: yeah Goodness. was it after school or no it was in the evening we were out on a date because at that at that time and when I was uh, 13 I was in Albuquerque New Mexico we had moved out there from New York uh, the year before and the driving age in Albuquerque was 13 so we went out Wow we went out on a date and um, we wound up in the back of my car and that was that
4: Albuquerque that's what you get for letting kids drive yes <laughs> Wow. Okay.
2: I think the age has changed since then.
4: I hope so. I
2: think so. (laughs) Wow. Don't quote me on that. Jimmy.
0: Well, uh, I had a couple of uh, cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Well, I told you, from Oklahoma. You know, (laughs) We we weren't that close. But (laughs) it's more like, uh, show me yours and I'll show you mine. Uh (laughs)
1: Mm Uh-huh. Gotcha. Gotcha. I hate to ask, but what what age range? Is that?
4: Oh, this is that sounds like little kids. So we wanted to know, like, when was the first time that you went on a date and oh, a young man. lady actually? Do you do, when you yeah. became a man? When, yeah.
0: Where did you first get laid? Uh seventeen. Seventeen. Oh man, you're such a gentleman. I was late.
1: Also, in the backseat of a car. That that's late. If I had a kid, I would want them to oh. be at least seventeen. They they both did in the backseat of a car, Rick. Right? Okay, so let's
4: see if we get three for three. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> Bill. Well, it
5: wasn't the back seat
4: of a car. Oh. oh, oh shit. Two You're out of, of the
5: band. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> but it was a mattress on the floor. Oh. Oh, no, that's something resembling a shack, but it was a house. Eight? Yeah, somewhere in the vicinity of 16. Mm-hmm. Nice. Appropriate. I'm looking at you, Rick. Mets. Yeah. <laughs> so? No. That's awesome. We're that's a, you had
1: a, if you could drive, hey.
2: I could drive. You could drive God. it home. I, I could definitely drive it home. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I don't want to know. Uh, why did I ask? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to know what the car was? Yes. Yes. 69 Ford Falcon, four-door sedan with the square taillights, baby. Do you remember what was on the radio? No. I wasn't okay. listening to the radio. I was listening to her. <laughs> nice. Nice. I bet. And she was uh, vocalizing without actually saying anything. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. That was music to my ears. <laughs> oh, God. This would be so much nicer
4: if you weren't 13. <laughs> God. It's just gross. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> wasn't gross to me. Right, right. Well, you were 13. <laughs> All
1: right. Um, do you want to do one more each, or do you want to get on to rapid fire?
4: Oh, we should get on to rapid fire. All
1: right. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire goes like this. Elvis or Beatles. 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 Bill. Uh,
5: Beatles.
4: Uh, but who, I love Elvis. Who wins in a fight, Elvis or the Beatles? Elvis. Elvis. Yeah, I think Elvis. Oh, you guys are the best. Smart. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what would you
2: prefer Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Wars. Oh, wow. But I love both. Right. But I'm a hardcore Trekkie. Right, grew I up, love them both grew, too. Grew up but, with the show, of course. Star Trek was before Star Wars, so I started with Star Trek. So I'm still a right. big time Trekking
4: I always go Star Trek because it's given me so many more hours of
2: joy. Thank you.
4: It's just based on purely how many hours of it there is. That's what Star Wars it for is me. getting there. No, no way they'll catch up with all those series. That's true, that's true. I mean, true. when you look at how many different series there are, yep. it's out of control. I'm actually uh. working my way through Voyager again right oh, now. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm working my way through Next Generation right now, and Sweet. I just finished Discovery, which turned out to be way better than I thought it would.
2: I really enjoyed that. That was way oh, cool. Oh, God,
4: nobody... Oh,
1: I'm so excited to meet a kindred soul like this. Oh, nerds. Jackie. Uh, right.
4: <laughs>
1: all right, back to rapid fire. Here we go. Um, let's see. Uh, beat up or arrested?
2: Well, that, wait, 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 wait. What qualify.
1: Are, we? <laughs> are, you on, are you on mic, Rick? It's rapid I expect fire. A radio guy. Um, <laughs> if Qual- you're qualify. arrested, you
5: are not going to get beat up. Beat up, arrested. Which would you rather be? Arrested again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> arrested.
5: Yeah, I guess arrested,
0: huh? Who wants oh, to be man. beat
5: up? I don't want to be beat up. Yeah, but might...
2: beat up doesn't get followed by a court date. You yeah,
1: but guys. somebody
5: might
2: hit my lips or break my fingers. <laughs> I
1: think that question works better with like our metal punk rock bands. Yeah, that's right. okay. <laughs> right. With jazz guys, that doesn't quite. That work. That was a dumb question. Yeah,
2: that doesn't work for
1: jazz guys. How about this one then? Um, oh no, that's a long form. Go ahead, Rick. Oh, I I'm not gonna ask what I was just thinking. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you. Pizza
4: or
2: burgers? Pizza, burgers. Pizza. New York style pizza, thin, crispy crust, real deal. Whiskey or weed? Whiskey. Weed. Weed. (laughs) Nice. My people. Love it.
1: All right, Rick. Do you? Should we total them up? Yes. All right. Let's see what we got here. (laughs) And let's see. With a grand total of nineteen thousand seven hundred and sixty-two, it's (laughs) Jimmy. Jimmy. Yep. Jimmy you always wins. It out of the park. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy wins. I have a Bravo Motherfucker sticker for you right here. There you go. Uh, Jimmy, Bravo Motherfucker. Hey. I demand a recount. <laughs> Worst little podcast salutes you. All right, that was
2: a lot of fun. Jimmy had the best answers ever because he's the best answerer ever.
1: Well, yeah. Amen. Um, So, uh, what do we got? Like another two songs or something? If you want another couple of tunes. Yeah, we got two more that oh, I got picked that. out. Uh, Rick, um, I just wanted to say a couple things while they're getting set up for the last couple songs here. You guys go ahead. We're going to do a back-to-back at the end here. So I'm just going to throw out a couple of um, shout-outs to Kevin Smith. Hi, Uh, Kevin. Kevin Smith, the director. He started his uh, Clerks 3 today on his birthday. He's turned 51. And uh, Kevin gave us a really awesome message when we turn 10 years old. So happy birthday. We love you. Thank you for doing that. Doing your show 10 years? Yeah, we're, this is our 11th year. Yeah. Excellent. We'll, January will be uh, 11 years old, starting our 12th year.
2: Nice. Hey, man, it's me, Kevin Smith.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: there he is, the man himself. So with that, and I wore my clerk's uh, hat and my uh, movies shirt to the po- to the audio podcast today. In Nick? Of- yeah? <laughs> Record book numbers. Oh, thank you, Kevin. The Make best it. little title in all podcasts. podcasting. Oh, Way crying. to go.
0: <laughs> Makes you feel good.
1: I love you, dude. <laughs> the worst little podcast in the world.
4: <sighs> anyway.
1: <laughs> and then um, also on a, uh, a little um, touching note, but um, Rick, you know my friend Darren off, who's been on the show a few times, we- Weirdo Darren. Yeah, of course. Um, his mom died a couple years ago, and... Uh, With the COVID and everything, and his uh, home situation and stuff, we never got to do a week. So this weekend, I went up there yesterday, and um, I just want to say, rest in peace, Catherine Honoroff, uh, Darren's mom. I call her Mrs. Honoroff because I've known Darren since fourth grade, and uh, Mrs. Honoroff was one of the teacher aides or teachers' aide who. um, Worked on the um, playground And always uh, made people get off the swing So I could swing on it Because <laughs> I was friends with Darren <laughs> She knew you were going to be important later <laughs> yeah. I got a little I only did that once or Are twice Are you getting misty? I remember I remember you, Mrs. Honoroff And I love you and I'll always remember you I just yeah. want to say that so.
2: Our condolences go out as well
1: Yeah, we love you, Darren love And you, Darren. Adrian, his son And we'll uh, be thinking about you And uh, rest in peace, Kathy so that with that um i would like to say for the rest of the cast who's not here and for my uh best compadre today co-host dogwater dick i am nick ramirez uh for first take with uh featuring rick metz the sax man thank you um thank you for being on the show today it's truly our pleasure Uh, so we're gonna go out with a double shot from uh first take um my name's Nick Ramirez,
2: life is short, and we love you.
3: On the Worst Little Podcast, we're talking out of our ass.
2: We love you guys too, and of course, you know, jazz is not only about the swing, it's also about the bossa nova sound. And we're going to do the song that brought the bossa nova movement back to the forefront in the early 60s, made famous by Stan Getz. The legendary Antonio Carlos Jobim, Astrid and João Gilberto. We're going to take you down to that beach in Rio and tell you about the girl we all love. Billy, take it off for us.
0: You should... Me tall and tan, young and lovely. The girl from New York's walking in. when she passes. I smile, she doesn't see. It. I would give my heart gladly But each day when she walks to the sea She looks really down at me Tall and ten, young and lovely The girl from here was walking When she passed her, I smiled She doesn't see She doesn't see She doesn't see
2: Girl from Ipanema Our final song is going to be a song from my favorite musical movie musical of all time From 1957 starred Frank Sinatra Rita Hayworth and a very young Kim Novak All the music written by Richard Rogers And Lawrence Hart Frank sang this song to Rita And he meant every single word
0: She gets too hungry for dinner at eight. Likes the theater, never comes late. She wouldn't bother with the people she hates. That's why the lady is a tramp. Won't have card games with Baron's Earl. Won't go to Harlem. Armand's and pearls Won't dish the dirt With the rest of the girls That's why the lady is a tramp Likes that free, fresh Wet in her hair I don't care She broke that hole Hates California It's cold and it's damp
2: Come see us live, www.rickmetz, R-I-C-K-M-E-T-Z The
0: marijuana addict, unlike most other narcotic users, prefers company when smoking the drug.
1: Dark water Studio.
0: Jive, Mary, grifo, grass,
3: hay. Technically, it's cannabis sativa, a common name, marijuana.
4: you like it.